Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's Todd Feinberg. It's Todd Feinberg. Monday through Friday, 3 till 6 on WTIC News Talk 1080. I know I'm getting into the weeds a little bit, like I'm getting esoteric on this small government thing, but it's just uh, that's I think that's just what we have to do now is is use the microscope and examine things we've done. The Federal Disabilities Act, that's just, you know, those those things have always bothered me. The government making these huge laws in Washington to control what happens on a state level. Just a big mistake in my mind. And if you think about what bogs America down now, the reason we can't move without thousands of lawsuits being filed is because of laws like this that are what they intend and what they mean is never actually clarified because they turn power over to these federal bureaucracies and they ultimately turn power over to the courts and everybody spends their time trying to undo what the people's representatives we're trying to do when they wrote something and it shouldn't happen at a federal level it should be happening in the in the states and that way people can at their local levels be able to uh, fight these things and undo them now we can't we we are unable to fix ourselves because we are controlled by these huge complexes of ideas not just the original law but 30 years of court rulings and precedent and 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 people's sense of of what is and isn't and what should be and shouldn't be 860-522-9842 call in a rant 860-751-4698 it's mark christopher in the bps lawyers traffic center watching the friday rush mark it's the todd feinberg show live from the nj diet studios on wtic news talk 1080 Good afternoon. Thanks so much for being here. Friday, weekend fast approaching, and our 5 o'clock hour also fast approaching. That will represent our order-up hour when we talk food and restaurants and all that stuff. Joining us right now, though, is a guy we've had on once before, I believe, and his name, well, before, no, I can say his name. Ben Severs is his name, and he's a young guy, senior in college, and he's a small government guy. So he's very intriguing because of his um, small government beliefs. And, you know, this is my new fixation. Uh, Benjamin, thank you for being here once again. It's nice to have you back. Thank you for doing it. Yeah, thank you for having me on again, Todd. So I I really just keep getting more excited about 
about the small government idea and how it's it just seems like the only remedy there is for the condition of the country as I see it today. And I, I thought it might be good if we just kind of banged that around. Like, wh- what do you think the condition of the country is right now in in through the lens of somebody who wants it to follow what the uh, maybe you do. I don't know. Are you somebody who wants it to follow what the founders intended or do you have some stronger line uh, goal than that? Yeah, I, I would say that I have a stronger line goal than what the founders intended. Uh, when it comes down to it, a lot of the a lot of a lot of the Constitution was a lot of uh, rent seeking. So they got like the necessary proper clause. They have the Federalists pushing for a bigger government, central banks, and so on. And a lot of it was to promote government intervention and promote special interests. So you have like people like Robert Morris, who was a big financier during the Revolutionary War and the mm-hmm. post-Revolutionary War, who basically pushed for a lot of big government policy. So yeah, I would. I'm much more restricted to no government relative to what the relative to what the founders had intended. So, so you're looking at the where we are and seeing the uh, mistakes that were made in the founding documents to give too much leeway to the people who wanted some big government elements. Yeah, yeah. A famous uh, lawyer, uh, an individualist thinker, Lysander Spooner, put it best. He said something along the lines. I think I'm paraphrasing. Either the Constitution was powerless to stop the current government we have, or it authorized it. It's either one of those two things. And when did he and say that? I, uh, when did he say that? Yeah, what period of time are you quoting from? Uh, he, I think this was prior to the Civil War or after. I'm not okay. sure. I can't remember but when going he back said a that. little bit. No, it's a yeah, great it line because that that is what we have to face up to. I think it's clear that... Uh, that overall they wanted to have a small federal government and they tried to build that in and they didn't realize the, you know, maybe they got too in the weeds of just trying to get the document done and they didn't realize how much they were giving away. Well, I, I think like the people who wrote the constitution and uh, there's a good, there's a good economist who wrote a book on this uh, called entitled cronyism. His name is Patrick Newman. He talked about this in there. So does Murray Rothbard and his deeds and Liberty of how these people who founded the country very quickly abandoned the the mission. Like the very people that wrote the document were the same people that uh, promoted aggression towards France. Uh, these are the same people that promoted an, a, a navy. These people, like the navy, was meant to basically tra- like take wealth from the poor and the and the non merchants and transfer it to merchants who were shipping stuff across seas and wanted protection. So it was artificially increasing their security. And they're the same people that wanted a central bank. They the same people that wanted the national bank. These are the same people that signed the Alien Sedition Act in the law, which prohibited criticizing the government. So these guys who found created the Constitution, well, they're big government guys. And well, they, except I it's they, I, I don't think it's fair to judge people about one thing, what they do once they get into positions of power, because yeah. we know what power does to people. It makes them into monsters. And yeah. it and they immediately shift their values over to how do they fight the war that they're in, the political war that they're in, rather than try to protect the system of government. But nevertheless, I think it reveals just how vulnerable it might have been beyond their imagination to realize how quickly and aggressively things would start to come apart when a little bit of money started collecting in Washington and a little power started mm-hmm. collecting there. It, it, yeah. That's how I look at it, anyway. 
Yeah, it definitely like got out of control. And what what they what happened after the constitution was created, the government that was founded, it it led to what we have now. Like bureaucracy gets out of control. They want more and more money and power, and that's just the nature of it. Um, and to to your credit, to what you're saying, they they were trying to balance the desires of the people, try to create a government that people would accept more than the British crown, because you know that was the whole point of the revolution. The revolution was by far a a pro-liberty war, so they, they were trying to balance those uh, desires. But there, there were some heavy special interests at play in both the Revolution, the Articles of Confederation, and the Constitution drafting of it. I'm sorry, yeah. there, were, there were a lot of what at play? There were a lot of special interests. So, yes. like, so uh, we... people like Robert, yeah, people like Robert Morris, I mean, he funded a lot of uh, the activities during the Revolution, during the Revolution mm-hmm. and he was... Less, less funded, I guess, but more so, he got a lot of war contracts, and he was so he had leverage. He in, yeah, he had he had a lot of leverage. He promoted a lot of these uh, war. He promoted he promoted the war. He promoted uh, government bank creation of a government bank and promoted the constitution as a document that would increase power to the, power to the central authority. So what's so the solution? What's the solution? We're talking to Ben Sievers, and he's a, he's a young guy who's a thinker on constitutional values and small government values. What's your feeling about how you would solve those problems? Because it, when I look at all the safeguards that they included in the Constitution that have just been trampled at this point, how do we get back to a system that respects our—no, I don't mean how— do we get back? What I mean is, if we were to start over again, how do we build a system— where we wouldn't be robbed blind like we are now, and they wouldn't be mortgaging the futures of our great-grandchildren in order to buy votes today. We just would have a different system that couldn't be the huge bureaucratic state that we have today. What, what would you design, Ben? Well, at, at this point, the federal government's lost. So what I would propose is personal, personal secession. So not like violent secession, but like personal secession, making yourself less reliant on the government making yourself more reliant on private voluntary interactions and uh, yeah but what would government. you build what would the if we were building a new government just let's go to the brainstorming of a new oh. redoing the government what would you do well i don't believe government's necessary but if we were to no uh, no so I, I, go with what you believe don't compromise what you yeah, believe that's what i want I, I would i would i would dissolve the united states i would get rid of the constitution no not, not go back to the articles of confederation I would dissolve the bureaucracies and so on. If I if I could press a button right now, yeah. get rid of the all of the federal government, all of the state governments, all of the local governments, yes. I would press that in a heartbeat. Yes, but then what do you what do you put in its place with a magic wand? How do you get governance without having government? Well, the idea is that you don't replace it with anything. That's that's the that's the problem because when but these revolutions there, happen, yeah, yeah, but there they, need to be they, systems so that order can be maintained. Well, order order arises fairly quickly, um, and order takes up a lot of our voluntary interactions today. I mean, what the, your your radio show, uh, me right now at the school, a lot of a lot of these interactions are predicated on voluntary association. I wouldn't I wouldn't be setting something up. It's impossible to to, to determine what the free market would create in its stead. Mm-hmm. So you already have a lot of the stuff like private security, private military, a lot of court cases are already solved, already decided 
outside of the formal legal system, like in private arbitration. So you yeah. have this infrastructure that already exists that undergirds. Yes, but you would also need you would also need mechanisms through which future uh, conflict could be resolved, and you would need some ways to deal with when bad guys were looking to rob us or what have you. Would you build? A, would it be a collection of towns that would all interact in a collection of counties that would all interact in a? You know, I mean, it just seems to me there's a certain inevitability to people wanting there to be some structures through which to go and create some laws or adjustments to the protocols that we follow. And how would that work in your vision? Do you have any sense or do you just want to have a go at it and let it develop how it, how it develops? Well, mo most likely how I would see it occurring is if you were to dissolve these local governments, if you dissolve the state county governments, there would probably be a reorientation of where everybody like arranged, like, like associates. So you'd probably have like private communities being formed, people contracting with their neighbors to provide for various goods, whatever it may be. Uh, you'd probably see, because you, you see this in St. Louis when they were privatizing some of their roads. Uh, Bruce Benson talks about this to protect and serve. They were privatizing entire blocks. They were putting gates up to provide for security and protection of the roads and so on. So you probably see this kind of uh, spontaneous uh, community action somewhat. Uh, some of it will be market driven. Some of it will just be uh, people, your neighbors cooperating without like, you know, without paying a security officer, perhaps they all decide to buy guns and post signs that they have guns or put a gate up on their road or whatever it may be. You'd see this, you'd see this uh, general trend towards uh, uh, cooperation rather than coercion, which is what local governments are usually based are, are, are almost are always based on. They're based well, they, on they are because of money. taxation, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if you got rid of taxation and you had a voluntary funding system so that if people wanted to do something in their communities, they would just raise the money from whoever wanted to donate to that project. But then you, you know, you might want to build a road and other people would say, we don't want a road there. And then you need some yeah. conflict resolution. And how do you do that? Well, uh, it, when it comes to, when it comes down to roads, uh, as I said, we have case studies of this where blocks are privatized. So like there's block organizations and you know there may be some co conflict as to like say somebody on one side of the block one side of the road wants to pay for one thing like i don't know maybe like ada ramps say they want to put ramps on the road so people with wheelchairs can get on but mm -hmm. another one but another person wants to fix the storm drains i'm sure if they i'm sure if they knew that if, if the government didn't exist and they were organizing like voluntarily they'd probably put it in the contracts or agreements between them of ways to settle this dispute. Maybe they'd form like a nonprofit. Maybe they form a board or something like that. But the idea is that it's, it's, it's predicated on a voluntary association. They're restricted by how much money people give them. If they don't do a good job, they're not going to get the money. If they do a good job, they'll, they'll continue to get funded. And it, But this, this is a mechanism that doesn't exist right now when it comes to local government. They just take the money and give it to and their do friends. what they wish yeah so that's yeah. what's yeah. hard about it is we are also indoctrinated in, into this idea that we need government and I, I think the reason we are is because people with guns always show up wanting to rule things and be in charge and you that's part of what you have to deal with if you were to have a government free society where governance was done by mutual agreement the way you're describing we're talking to ben sievers he's a college student who is a are you an objectivist is that how you describe yourself
I, I do not describe myself as an objectivist. I'd say more like anarchist, anarcho-capitalist. Mm-hmm. And that or means to what we're discussing, to, to uh, think about a form of government that doesn't have power vested in a state. And if you yeah. look at the problems, what most people seem to do is they, they, um, they consider what would be missing and consider what would be missing to be insurmountable. And I, I think it is because people lack imagination. So it's incumbent on us to figure out how to describe what would be providing governance in place of government so that people can imagine it. And after they can imagine it, then they can, you know, then imagination can start to do good things, not just bad things. Yeah, I, I would say that it's also important to keep in mind that whenever somebody says, oh, if we didn't have government, how would X or Y or Z be done? Mm -hmm. Perhaps X, Y, and Z shouldn't be done. Or perhaps they're being done too much now. Like, I would say there's a drastic overproduction of military and mm -hmm. that's that's in America right now. I there's drastic over militarization of police and foreign foreign interventions. Uh, and to the idea that that stuff would happen in a voluntary society or an anarchist society is absurd. It'd probably be very, very, very restricted. But that's a good well. Thing. The thing that makes it absurd is that people would be deciding their own uh, check that they were writing for to support the governments, right? Or or yeah, not substituted like, for government. So if there was yeah, going to be they, military, people would have to be voluntarily cutting checks, and there there would be a lot less money flowing. Yeah, and if they were, if they saw in their bill Yemen war, they'd probably be less, <laughs> and they'd probably be less inclined to sign that, write that check, you know, at the end of the month. Like if they I were think that's personally a, paying for it. Yeah. That's a very powerful point, especially for average folk who think we're crazy having this conversation, which is most people. Uh, if 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 they were making bundles of money, which they would be, you know, everybody's income would be doubled or more. And oh, yeah. there would be a lot of disposable income. So people would be reluctant to give it up for stupid activities and because they'd be wanting to make great economic uh, activity take place with their investments, not not use that money to, for destruction. We just have 30 seconds left. Anything you want to tell us? Um, yeah, just like just generally when, when it comes down to it. When you let people keep more of their money, too, they save more. You know, that, that, that's, the, that's the bottom line. They become more forward-looking. They, they invest. They, they help create new things. And a society that is predicated on allowing people to freely save, which is no society that currently exists right now, mm -hmm. that, 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 that society will be extremely wealthy. That society and, will be powerful. And healthier, yeah. Uh, healthier, do you have yeah. a website or anything you want to point people towards? Yeah, I have, I have a Twitter, uh, official Seavers, S-E-E-V-E-R-S. -E -E um, I have a Mises.org writer profile page. Just go on Mises.org, M-I-S-E-S.org, and look up Benjamin Seavers, S-E-E-V-E-R-S. Ben, thanks for being here. Fun to talk with you again. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me on. I enjoy it. All righty. Ben Seavers, you heard all his stuff. Go do it. Let's check in with Mark Christopher, see what Friday looks like from his vantage point in the... Listen. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Selling a little or a lot? <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other. Other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. To the Todd Feinberg Show on the free Odyssey app. Download and like WTIC and follow Todd Feinberg today. All right, so we're free. For a while, we can take some phone calls, play some more rants, and then at 5 o'clock, we do order up. We do order up, and we've, we've got to figure out a way to uh, to do a Super Bowl topic, maybe with another theme plugged in. I'll spring that on you coming up. Like, what if you were doing healthy Super Bowl food? Is that possible? Would anybody even consider that? That's a possible topic for today. 860-522-9842. Possible. I think that could fly. I think we might enjoy that. Uh, rant line number, 860-751-4698. And uh, what else do I need to tell you? I think that's about it. I want to uh, I want to get a rant in now if we can. Well, my computer just locked up, so let's hold off on the rants until after we get a a uh, a break in and i can just talk about the ben sievers conversation that we just had and provide a little context for that and the conversations we're having in general about government as i said before it it might seem a little off the wall to you uh what the kind of conversation we're having i think mostly because you haven't heard these conversations before but the idea of no government is much closer I think, to what the founders were thinking about rather than the monstrosity we have today. And it's just hard for us to see that. It's hard for us to understand our own government today to be a monstrosity because we have status quo bias. 
we automatically look at what is and say, oh, what is isn't so bad because we managed to live pretty well in this situation. And that's what they bank on us thinking. They bank on us falling for being deceived by our own sense that we can manage this situation. But if you think about that they're stealing from us um, uh, the majority of what we earn, of what we produce, and that most of that money is spent with utter recklessness and utter disrespect for the effort that went into creating it, and that the purpose of the spending that they're engaged in is their own preservation, the p preservation of their power in their stature, not ours, it's an utter travesty. And it's to be able to get on the other side of that wall and look at things from not the point of view of, oh, we live in a good society because we have a lot of money, we make a lot of money, we have good lifestyles, and, and we struggle to get by because they overtax us and stuff, but um, we think somehow that's just a minor problem over taxation instead of a permanent immovable object. That's what government does. It tries to uh, do, well, it will destroy us, and it is actively destroying us in order that it can provide for itself what it wants, and that is perpetuation of its own control. So that's what we're up against, and it just requires that we do a lot of talking about all our ideas and figure out a way to look at things from uh, the other side, you know, as if we were free people instead of encumbered people the way we are. So that's what it's all about. How about if you, what would you do if you had a Super Bowl party and you had to make everything out of fruit or vegetables? How about that? Uh, crudite, uh, it's kind of boring, right? But what would you do with fruit? What if you were doing nachos with no chips? Oh, I'm going to make people miserable. But these are interesting things to consider because we have a lot of bad habits in terms of weight and health, don't we? 8605-229842. Mark Christopher doing anything healthy for Super Bowl food or is it all uh, bad stuff in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center? Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, so we will play rants. We will take phone calls. 860-522-9842. Rick in Thomaston. Hi, Rick. Hey, how you doing, Todd? Thank you for the call, sir. Hey, who is that silly child advocating for the dissolution of our government? Our government That's... was created by some of the brightest people ever in history. Thomas Jefferson, James Madison. They created an amazing document. But what's happened, actually, it's not the mm -hmm. it's not our Constitution and our government. It's the people have fled. They don't they don't do what's correct anymore. They don't they don't vote properly. They give people lifetime appointments to um, congressional seats and and to Senate seats. They don't show up for elections. They don't go out and advocate. They want to complain. We have a huge problem in our country because of this. Yeah, but do you think the problem is just that we had the wrong set of people with the wrong DNA, and if only we'd had a better group of people, we, it would have worked out better? Well, we let people vote who uh, their only interest is self-interest. So that's a problem, right? So, uh, But that's the nature of humans. They are driven by self-interest. So so in our Constitution, we didn't start out that way. People, the only people that could vote were people that had specific abilities 
And uh, so now we've given it to, and I'm, right. I'm not going to be popular for saying this, but if you don't serve your, if you don't serve your country, and you don't understand what the cost of having a country is, you can never appreciate it and do the right things. Yes, I but think thought maybe you experiment. Have a military service or some other service before you're able to vote. That's what thought I thought. Experiment happen. is: do you think if with a different set of people you would have gotten different results? So my thinking is that that human nature is human nature, and we start to get affluent and we start to do well, and we stop raising our kids in the same way, and we stop watching our country in the same way and in society moves correct. in a different direction and that that i suspect that you could put any collection of dna into the bodies of the people occupying this country at any period of time and it would still always work out the same way that people are going to get fat and happy and lose touch with the safeguards so that makes you go back and say let's look at the system and figure out what systemically could have been done to shore it up more it's, to make sure it lasted people who are like the ones you're describing I, that's it, what it i think you it have happens to in every, it's, it happens in every in every society that's when you when you let down your guard you stop protecting yourself you start securing stop securing your borders so if you just read the preamble of the constitution and see what that has to say and see what the government is not doing today that was required in the preamble very simple things they have they have they have completely um, walked away from their responsibilities and added new things that they just are so trivial. So it's bad. It is, Rick. I agree. That's the people. I agree that's with people. you on that. That's people. I just, that's people. So the challenge is you want to make a people-proof constitution. You design the constitution in such a way that given that that's how people are, it has to have way tougher safeguards, or you just can't afford to have government because government's immoral anyway even in the best of circumstances. Larry Willimantic. Hi, Larry. Hello. Um, the gentleman that called the college student, is he going to a state school? He's going to a school in Pennsylvania, I believe, and uh, Grove City College. School? No, it's, uh, well, maybe it is. It's I'm a not city sure. college? Grove City College, it's called. Oh, so he is going to a government school. Maybe. What, what does that, uh, so how does do that it, implicate do him? away with the government, he has no school to go to, right? I think he's prepared to do that. Okay. And the other question I have, total anarchy. If no, it's a conservative at, Christian college in Pennsylvania. Okay. So basically is what he's suggesting, or what I heard he suggested, Mm-hmm. was that the the people in this country would just all band together and have this wonderful government, or not government, actually, anarchy. And governance. Governance. A, so there would be governance. systems. Okay. So if you think about how the Bar Association manages the way lawyers operate, for example. Yeah, but that, you wouldn't have to worry about that. With no government, you would have no lawyers. Well, there would be systems of, uh, of of trying to work out differences. They would just be uh, they but would be self-operating who would, who would, ones. Who would make the rules for those systems? That they would be made uh, by things like a bar association, and there'd be competing ones, and oh. people would would gravitate towards the ones that worked best. So I, I'm playing the devil's advocate here. Believe it yeah, or not, I'm not the big government. I'm, but 
No, they're good questions. It's a confounding thing to consider. You're talking about a lawyer association that is made up of people that we know are not really truthful for the most part. Well, that's true of humans when when there's power at stake, yes. Okay, or they represent the government. Now, the government has twisted. It's not that the, uh, what I personally feel is the government is not bad the way it was originally designed in the Constitution. We perverted the government. We allowed the government to become our nanny state that tells yes, us we, exactly we know this. We the qu- the question is why, do. though, Larry? Why did we do that? We did that because it wasn't built secure enough. It's like saying, oh, we let everyone rob the banks. Why did we let them rob the banks? They weren't secure enough. They wanted the money, and we didn't build a secure enough bank. No, human nature being human nature, they want stuff for free. Exactly. So given human nature. For the last 50 years, we've seen our government twist what it was designed to do exactly since fdr yes. actually exactly. well longer and even, but yes so uh, it, yes but but larry okay, this but, is the well, given we'll go with FDR, we, okay we can look at it right now and we can say this is what happened we ended up here therefore okay. what and what the founders were trying to do was design a system that was human proof and they made mistakes okay. so i'm saying let's go back and look at it it's a given that humans messed it up because that's what you would expect humans to do with a system that wasn't designed to be structurally sound. So this one's not structurally sound. How would we do it over again in a way where we wouldn't end up in the disaster we're in today? Okay. One one of the things that was bad about capitalism and back in the 20s and actually the early 1900s, in the late 1800s, we saw this is we had a few people running the country, and they were not government. They were not governance. They were business owners, okay? They owned the railroads. You owned the railroads. You actually owned the transportation in the United States at that time. You also supplied all the goods to the country, but you controlled that. So you want to put our are actually livelihood in the hands of a few people again is that what you're suggesting well it's not about the number of people it's about what kind of system do you have so i would take a commercial wait, wait a minute Todd. wait a minute you said a system a system means that you have a group of people that made up a whole bunch of rules that that system has to live or be within but who's to say that the people that made the rules are making the right rules? If if you have, go back to the period of time you're talking about in the problem, the problem was perceived to be that there were, that there were too few competitors, right? That too, yep. too few people controlled too many resources. If you were to have left that alone, and there was no government that had the power to intervene and break apart those monopolies or duopolies or whatever they were, what would have happened if the people with guns hadn't come? We would have a what, basically what India has right now, we'd have a class system where you'd have 
the people that run the country are the people that own the money, which we have now. Okay. So but if so, in other words, the answer to my question is the answer to, to my question is we would have ended up where we are now, but we would have ended up where we are now with capitalists in charge instead of government. That is, with people who have to. Whenever I look at what lasts in the thing that lasts best is is uh, government because it's permanent. Thank you, Larry, for the call and those questions. Government is permanent, and permanent things get corrupted, and the corruption remains. What we need is temporary things. So when you look at business, you see temporary things. Coca-Cola used to be the dominant country uh, company in the country. Now it's maybe Google, but maybe Google's fading. Maybe it's Elon Musk. I'd much rather be in the hands of capitalists than in the hands of uh, bureaucrats. Bureaucrats suck the life out of everything and destroy the wealth. And so be between those two dynamics, that's where I'd go. Bill and Wolcott. Hi, Bill. Yeah. Hey, uh, Todd. So real quick. Uh, if everybody wants to learn the what's going to happen to America, just look up Alexander Teichler, T-Y-T-L-E-R. He's a Scottish historian who developed the life cycle of a democracy. Mm -hmm. And basically, uh, to sum it up, the average of a world's uh, democ of a democracy in, throughout history is about 200 years. And the reason is this. They, uh, a democracy will continue to exist up until the time the voters discover that they can vote themselves generous gifts from the public treasury. From that moment on, the majority always votes. Okay, so how do you fix that? Yeah, we can see that right now. We know that's the problem. But how, do you, how would you redesign so it doesn't happen? You, you, you don't. This is the problem. Because right now we are in, in well, the cycle. There's eight, there's eight parts of the cycle. Right now we are under, we went from apathy to dependence, and after dependence, it's bondage and a dictatorship. And yeah, so we that, need a. Well, you're, what you're saying is this is inevitable under this system. Therefore, we yeah. need a better system. No, no, no. Unfortunately, it's like the life cycle of anything. You have to complete the life cycle before it can start again. And this has to. But die. we don't want it to start again. We want to start something better. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Bill. You're, you're locked into this idea. I'm grant. I love the that you brought up the guy's name and the concept. The concept is having a democratic system is doomed to fail because the, the plunderers who operate it will realize they can pay for power with the people's money. And that's where we are right now, no doubt. We are totally corrupted by corrupt government and corrupt elected officials who gladly, gladly sell their souls to have the plunder. And therefore, this kind of system doesn't work, and we need to figure out one that works. That's my position. That. 860-522-9842. That's the question. BPS Lawyers tra uh, Traffic Center. We turn to Mark Christopher to get us home on a Friday. Is it doable, Mark? Yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.